0: He's never tired, he's never weary, he's always ready and available. We are here for him, and surely, he's here even far before we came. Let's give him all the glory. Thank him for answered prayer. It's the Lord that answers prayer, and it's the Lord that will settle your own case, that will settle my own case. Give him all the glory, give him all the honor. Thank him for your yesterday. Thank Him for your today, thank Him for your tomorrow, because surely your tomorrow shall be alright, your tomorrow shall be better than today. Give Him all the glory, give Him all the honour. Jesus must be honoured, must be honoured, must be honoured, Jesus must be Be honoured. Bye. Your mind and begin to say, Father, be lifted up in my life. Let your name be glorified in my life, Lord. Be glorified in my family, be glorified in every aspect of my life, be glorified in my marriage, be glorified in my business, be glorified in my finance, be glorified in the life of my children. Lord, be glorified, Lord, be glorified, Lord, be glorified. Lord, be glorified. Ancient of theirs, be glorified. The I am that I am, be glorified. The everlasting Father, be glorified. The Ancient of theirs, be glorified. The one that's been, the one that is, the one that will be forever, be glorified. Open your mouth and begin to pray unto him. Tell him, Lord, be glorified in my life. Lord, be glorified in my life. Be glorified in my life. You are the only one. Lord, Jehovah, beside you, there's none. Father, be glorified in my life, be glorified in my life, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. It's no more siege, part four. And today we are going to treat no more financial siege. And surely every financial siege shall be removed. Even as from today, in the mighty name of Jesus, you are going to open your mouth and say, Father, say better, say, Father, please, as from today, remove every siege around my finances, in the name of Jesus. Every siege around my finances, Father, remove it today. Lord Jehovah, let it be removed, let it be removed. Siege around my finances. Siege around my business. Father, let it be removed today. Let it be removed. Let it be removed. You are the one that can do it. You have power over every other power. Because you are powerful more than the powerful. Lord, you over. Remove every siege over my finances. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We have prayed. Our God is the Lord of us, and He has never lost any war. Maybe we are passing through any problem now. It's like, Lord, have you forgotten me? Listen, God cannot forget you, in as as Father will not forget His only children. If He said, even if your father and your mother forsake you, He said, there I am for you. So. Do not think that he has ever forgotten you. He is working on your matter. And I'm believing God, it will end in testimony in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father, you are the Lord of hosts. You are the Lord of hosts. Whenever the fortunes of my life have been buried, let it be exhumed by fire today listen, you will pray that prayer with more understanding. There was a young man working in Lagos some years back and the testimony went thus. The man was having good job, good salary. And anytime he went to the village, there's a woman, the head of the clan that time, the man would go there and give mama something before he would even go to his own mother. And every time this man gave this mama something, the mama will show it to their, you know, uh, cover and say, See you. Upon all this man has, see this small thing he gave me, and we we'll keep it in an evil pot. And the man will go back. Everything he does, he was just walking like an elephant, and he was eating like an ant. No way! Financially, he was under siege. But one day, a program like this, the Lord delivered him. And the man of God told him where the problem was and said, you get home. When you get home, this and this will happen through the word of knowledge and you will know where your problem was. When, she got, when he got home this time around, the woman met him and said, as he went to give the mama as normal. The woman said, all this why?" Do you think I spend your money? You just come and give me something small and go and give your mother... Who are you supposed to give big one before? Who are you supposed to give the bigger one? That is is a liar. You are going to pray that any of my fortune that have been kept anywhere, Lord, that have been buried before now, let it be assumed by fire today. In the name of Jesus, say, Father. In the name of Jesus, any of my fortune that have been buried anywhere, let it be assumed today by fire. In the name of Jesus, let it be assumed, let it be assumed, let it be assumed, let it be assumed. Wherever the enemy has kept my fortune, that make me to labor, labor in vain. Father, today is the end of it. You are the Lord of us. Arise, fight for me, 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 Lord. Fight for my family, fight for my household. Deliver us, Lord. liberate us, liberate us, liberate us. us. Open your mouth and cry unto God. That fortune must be assumed. All your captivity must be returned. What belongs to you must come back to you. Whatever the enemy is keeping away from you, you must collect it. It belongs to you. Surely, you will surely get it. Say, Lord, wherever my fortune has been buried, let it be assumed and be released unto me today. I, is take it I am taking it by, by force. I am taking it by, by force. I am taking it by, by force. I am taking it by, force. Taking it by force. In the name of Jesus, I am taking it by, by force. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12 tells us, right from the day of John the Baptist, even up to now, say the kingdom of God suffers violence. It is only those that are violent, those that are rugged, those that are resistant, that will take what belongs to them back. You don't tell the devil, just give me now. It's my own, give me. No. The only language for any one of us that pass through school of disciples, the only language that Satan understands is what? Violence. Whatever belongs to you, don't use a soft hand with the devil. You will take it by force. You are going to open your mouth and say, Father. Say it better, say, Father. Every financial roadblock that have been set against my life, Lord, let it be removed by fire today. Let it be removed by fire. You move here, there's a roadblock. You move there, there's a roadblock. You move left, there's a roadblock. You move right, there's a roadblock. Father, every financial roadblock set against my life, I remove it today. I remove it today. I remove it today, I remove it today, by fire, in the name of Jesus, what belongs to me, I take it back, 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 back. so shall it be, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The mother of Jabez, called Jabez and began to give her the lowdown about the family. But Jabez, knowing that that is not his portion, said, no, that is not my own. I will take my own back. And he went before the Lord and said, God, this is what I want. And everything about him changed. In fact, it brought a total change to his generation. By a single prayer you prayed, it can bring a total change to your generation, even the upcoming generation. So, when it is time to pray, pray well. Do not think that that prayer is meant for you alone. That prayer must be able to do what? They are going to pray. There are some convenants. That have been taken before we were long before we were born, and it's taking a toll over us. Struggling, living a life of struggle. The great, great, great grandfather struggled and died. The one next to them, they struggled and died. Grandfather struggled and died. Father struggled and died. And you are now struggling again. You are to tell the devil, "This is not my portion." Because the Word of God tells me. In the book of Third John, verse 2, he said, Beloved, I am and I'm, I'm, I'm among those beloved. He said, I wish you above all things that thou may prosper. I've been health. That is, you will prosper and I will grant you good health to enjoy your prosperity. You are going to tell the devil now that whatever you have stolen from my generation that is affecting me now, I am taking it back by force. By fire. Open your mouth and say, Father! Say, it Better say, Father! In the name of Jesus, whatever the devil has taken from my generation past that is affecting me now, Lord Jehovah, I take it by force. What belongs to me? What belongs to my family? I take it back, I take it back. Not in my own name, not in my own name. In the name that is above every other name, the name of Jesus, I take it back. I take it back, I take it back, I take it back, I take it back, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Poverty or lack brings disgrace, brings shame. The Bible said the lender is the servant of heaven. The borrower is the servant to the lender. When your lender comes and shouts, you dare not reply. You will be shivering. In fact, hearing the steps of some landlord, some tenants will begin to shiver. Hey, the man has come. Hey, the man has come. Listen, God that answered the widow of the sons of the prophet, is he alive today? That was whoever or whatever that want to put you to shame, the Lord will disgrace them. What this creditor wanted to do that day was to disgrace and embarrass this woman. But before the day ran out, the one that want to embarrass was the one that was embarrassed. You are going to pray and say, Father. Say better. Say, Father. Every enemy that has vowed to disgrace me, to put me to shame financially, let them be embarrassed. As many that thought, no good thing can come out of my life. Many that have written me off, they thought I can never achieve anything good in life. Father, today, arise for my sake. 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 Lord, disgrace every enemy that want to disgrace me. Embarrass every enemy that wants to embarrass me. In the name of Jesus, Thank you, Everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. So shall it be. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. That you sit here for a while. Do you have anyone with testimony? I'm still going to pray more? Anyone with testimony, please come up. If there's any testimony... Where's the microphone? Just breathe because we want to pray more seriously today. Microphone, microphone. Your name and let the testament be very, very brief.
1: Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
1: I want to appreciate the Lord God Almighty for the deliverance and salvation he wrote of me and my family only this year. Somebody threatened a lot of me and my children and my family, entire family. The person said that the blood was going to flow in my family. Said it over and over again. But I came to this altar. I told God, I reported the matter to God. So this person accused me of things I did not know anything about. I tell God, I say, God, if really you search me, see my everything, my heart, if it be that I do not do this thing, vindicate me, and, vindicate me and my children and save us from their evil. Really, they tried and tried and tried. It was so tough for January. January, February, March, there are about affliction, oppression. But to God be the glory. God delivered me and my children, and that person called me the day before yesterday apologizing. He was sorry, so glory be to God. Who has Let done somebody
0: it. shout, Amen. Hallelujah!
2: Praise the Lord!
0: Hallelujah! I
2: want to thank God for the salvation of my soul. I want to thank God on behalf of every member of my family. Last week, my auntie was admitted, she was sick. To the glory of God, she has been disturbed, and she's okay. And I want to thank God for His miraculous provision in my life. I want to give God all the glory. Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
2: Praise the Lord.
1: Praise Master Jesus. I want to thank the God of Possibility Hour for what He did in my life. Indeed, God answers prayer. I started Possibility Hour last year, January. The first possibility. Then I was single. I was believing God for a life partner. True at any time I come for Possibility Hour... After the prayer, after the service, I will come to the altar and kneel before God and tell God my problem. At the end of the day, God making it possible. August, I met my husband. March, I got married. To the glory of God, somebody somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your
0: joy shall be permanent in Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was supposed to come out on Sunday to give this testimony, but I couldn't come out. Today, I came to return all the glory to God. I don't have anything to say, but I came to fulfill my vow to Him for what He did for me. In the month of September, something happened that it's as if the whole world was going to crash down on me. But I thank God because God turned it around, and today I have every cause to say God is good. So I've come to fulfill my vow
3: let somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for the gift of life and the salvation of my soul. Ever since I'm aware of this possibility, but I've never deemed it a part of it. But after the coronavirus issue, Daddy announced that possibility is a battle it's going to be resumed. So I was so glad. But that first time, I missed it. But I, I followed up through online, both my offer and everything. So the second time I came, ah, I was so blessed. So it became a of me that I will continue with possibility hour. Though I was in the congregation, I was a member too. So make it really possible in my life because the God of our life and possibility hour is always is a God that never fails. So last week's Wednesday, there was an issue I presented to my daddy in the Lord. I won't explain to him, Daddy encouraged me. But to the shame of the devil, where I was displaced since January, that God has replaced me back last Sunday. May somebody shout
0: hallelujah.
4: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to give God the glory for what he has done in my life. About three years ago, I was diagnosed of an enlarged heart. And then, of course, be like, it was like my head has come. We ran through a lot of stuff, a lot of things. God helped me. I was a thought. Two years, I was the diagnosed of kidney, a bad kidney. Only me. The right kidney was 90% bad. The left kidney was 60% bad. When I came to camp. Daddy geo prayed with me. I went for the surgery. And the doctor was like, we wasted our time. He you are okay. You wouldn't have done all that we did on you. I said, they don't know no how far. I've gone to camp, I've prayed, and God did it for me. So many near deaths. Last year, I was on my way to Nigeria, and suddenly, almost forty thousand feet up there, we lost one of the engines. And the pilot told us that, we, have, we lost an engine and then we should just become. How can you expect me to become when an engine is gone? And suddenly everybody there began to look as if, you know, but God helped us. We landed in Somalia. He translated us to another aircraft. We landed later in Nigeria. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yesterday, I clocked 50. Jehovah God scored five goals live for me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let somebody shout, hallelujah. hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: I want to appreciate God for his faithfulness in my life. During the 24 hours coffee, I was in my station. So I tried early in the morning to come back to Benin. For a vehicle, two men came out from the bush, and they were asking me what is in my hand. I said I have nothing. They didn't wear cloth nor shoe; they were just with their bosa. So I was telling them I don't have anything in my hand. They said I should drop my bag. So suddenly something came to my mind. So I told them, I said, "But you have a phone in your hand. Just point your phone at me. Just look at me." Because it was around 5.30. I was just trying if I can make it to Benin. So I said, point your phone and just look at me. And the moment they raised up their hands just to look at me, I saw them walking backward. And they were just saying, eh, eh. so nothing in your hand, Abby. And that was how they entered the Let bush somebody
0: shout. I want to appreciate Hallelujah. God for his faithfulness. Yeah.
2: Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
2: Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Praise, Hallelujah. Praise
2: Jesus
4: hallelujah
2: I want to give glory to God for all he has done all he's doing and all he's yet to do for me for my family I want to praise God today that my daughter today's birthday, uh, my daughter's birthday is today as Daddy just mentioned it <laughs> I realized I said God forgive me for my ingratitude I pray that he has forgiving me in Jesus name Let praise somebody hallelujah.
0: shout hallelujah I have said it once for those that have been coming for a long time. If somebody is sharing a very good testimony that you convert, put a seed and drop there. You understand me? Drop a seed that, Lord, I convert this testimony. And surely you will come and give your own testimony in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your children. We appreciate you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you, Jehovah, for every battle you have fought and you have given them victory. Lord, they have given me free to come before you to say thank you. Lord, we say please accept all their thanks and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, the testimony they have shared to your glory today we seal all of them with the blood of Jesus. And we pray, King of Glory, let it be permanent in the name of Jesus. And because they have come or they have returned to testify to your goodness in their life, Father, keep releasing more miracles upon their lives regularly in the mighty name of Jesus. And so as many that are seated and saying, Lord, when will I share my testimony? Father, today, attend to your children in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Congratulations. God bless you. Because of our time, Psalm 35, verse 27. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Which hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Third John, verse 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Brethren, the plan of God for you and I is to prosper. The plan of God for us is to make it in life. The plan of God for us is whatever we lay our hands upon should prosper. Psalm 1 verse 3. Why is it not so always? Matthew chapter 13 verse 28 tells us, he said, it is the enemy. That is the devil. Every good thing in life that God plans for his children, the devil will try to bring the counterfeit. But once you know your rights, Like Jabez Jabez did, he said, this is not my own portion. The God I know about, that I know of, does not wish this one concerning me. He rejected poverty. And God rejected it for him. Everything you reject in life, the Lord will reject for you in the name of Jesus. Financial siege is one of the weapons that the devil uses to war against people, humanity. Because he knows, as the Bible says, whosoever that lends is the one that will rule, that will lead. And the Bible says money is a defense. That means without money, you are defenseless. And that is why just anybody can come and harass you. But I pray for somebody here today. In any way that you have been harassed. In any way they have been embarrassing you. Maybe to even pay house rent is a serious problem for you. And your landlord will come and be talking rubbish against you. Don't give up. I have told you several here that we have cases where... People did not even buy land and they own a house. Listen, maybe this word for somebody here today. Maybe as a tenant, you have been terrorized, you have been embarrassed by your landlord. Very, very soon, you will dedicate your own house in the mighty name of Jesus. I know some people without. How will it be possible? Where will I get money to do it? I don't even know how much they are buying land. You don't need to calculate for God. He knew what he wanted to do according to the book of John chapter 5, and chapter 6, verses 5 to 6. He said Jesus was asking them, what do we buy for them? What would they eat? How would they? He said, but he knew what he would do. Do you know that God knows what he's going to do about you? I make that decree again. You are a tenant here and you have been embarrassed severally. And you are now like our God. Is it how co- I will continue? The Lord will intervene in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. You will stand in the midst of the congregation of the children of God and give testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's see some of the signs of financial siege. Then we move on. Number one. When you begin to see a trait. Of generational poverty, he signed a sign of financial siege. That was what happened to Jabez. Um, forefathers, father, great father, great grandfather, they have been in this same poverty. But Jabez said, My own is different. How many of you know that your own is different? Say, my own is different. said my own is different, and so it was different. Maybe you are here, you have that trait, like I said in the prayer earlier on. People are ahead of you, they have been suffering, they have been suffering, they die, they suffer, they die, and it's like it has become a kind of mark, an emblem for your family. I am praying for such people today and end. We come to that in your own life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Signs of financial siege. When you continually experience business failure or disappointment. It's a financial siege. In the book of Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 5. That's a sign of financial siege. The essence of working is for you to to be blessed, to be financially rich. That's why you work. But when somebody begins to experience financial failure, disappointment, they want to give you contracts, you have almost concluded everything, you have submitted, and suddenly they say, we are sorry. That statement of we are sorry, maybe you are here. You have been hearing it before now. You will hear it no more in the name of Jesus. It's not meant for you as a child of God. Oh, we are sorry. Everything has changed. This and this and that. It's time kind of a financial siege. Like I said earlier on, because of our time, when somebody is walking like an elephant and is eating like an ant. It's a financial siege. One is working. Like I used to say, if there are any set of people that are supposed to be rich, they are the laborers at the seaports. Why? One person of uh, maybe 75 kg, we carry 50 kg of cement, five, put at the back. And if they don't work tomorrow, they will not eat. That's financial siege. Because what God says, whatever you lay your hands upon must do what? Prosper. Maybe you are here today. You have been struggling. You tried. You are hardworking. But yet no results. I am praying today there will be a positive turn around in your life, in your businesses, in the mighty name of Jesus. Because when somebody is working and there's nothing to show for it, you'll be discouraged. Wake up, like people that live in Lagos, wake up by 5 a.m., come back by 11 p.m., and yet, nothing to show for it. It's a siege. I told you of that young man that they opened an evil port for. It was a siege. Everything the man was making in Lagos was being drained in that pot until it was delivered. A lot of people are like that. They see money, but they don't know how the money goes. It's a siege. If anyone is in that category here today, the siege shall be removed. In the mighty name of Jesus. When somebody is experiencing losses, instead of gain and profits, it's a sign of siege. Because the will and the wish of God for us is to make profits. Isaiah chapter 48 verse 17. Isaiah 48 verse 17, the latter part of it says, "Is the Lord that teaches you and me to so do what? To make profits. So when you are doing business, instead of you making gain, you discover that it's losses. It is not ordinary. It's a siege. And if anyone here belongs to that group today, the siege is over. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bible tells us, something in the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 11 the spirit of wastefulness devourer it's a financial siege one is working, bringing in money the money a lot of holes a lot of doors are open to drain that money away sickness here they send to you from the village You have to come now, now, now. Something is happening. After you drain that income, you start all over again. That's a siege. That's how they want such a fellow to rotate till he dies. But listen. If you belong to that group today, if you can pray, the siege shall be broken in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. We have some people, God is blessing them with good work, businesses are doing well, but all the loads of the extended families is on them. This one will say, your, your, your brother, your nephew is sick, bring money. This one, your niece wants to go to school, you are the one that will pay. Why should it be your, why should it be your, your load? Why should you begin to carry another man's load? It's a way to waste all your resources away. To drain everything and bring somebody back to square one. That's a financial siege. But if anyone belongs to that today, the siege shall be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Because in such a situation, it will be difficult for you to gather And Bible tells us in the book of Agai chapter 1, from verse 1 to 8, talk about going to bring money and is falling inside the bag with holes. How such a fellow gather? Though a lot of reasons are attributed to that. But it's not the will of God for you to gather and not to use. Listen to what he said in the book of Isaiah chapter 65, if you read from verse 22 down to 24, it says you will not labor for another man to do what? To harvest. You will not build for another man to inhabit. That means he does not want you to experience wastefulness. That is the will of God. But that is what Satan does. To drain People financially. What of people owing you and they refuse to pay? Oh, you have good business. This one will come and buy. That one will come and buy. This one will come and buy. By the time you begin to calculate what you have outside, it's more than what you have in your store. Is that not siege? How will you make ends meet? You may think it's ordinary. It's not ordinary. Somebody owe you and refuse to pay. And even some of them will say they will fight you. If you talk, they can kill you. Then you begin to fear again. Upon your money. This is not the will of God for you and I. The will of God for you and I is to increase, to multiply and to prosper in whatever we do. If there's anything contrary, that is never the will of God. What do I do? Because of our time, I have to jump some things. I want to pray. What do I do to break financial siege? Listen, God will not break financial siege for you. You have power to play to break financial siege and God will establish it. As I used to tell people, when you are praying for financial breakthrough, it's not something you go to the mountain and pray for now to next year. If you do that, you are watering. You are watering. Prayer is just like water when you talk of financial breakthrough. But the real thing you need to do is to put a seed on the ground. If you don't put a seed on the ground and you are pouring water, what do I normally call it? That is libation. A lot of us today we want to prosper, but when it comes to giving offering, ah our continents will change. You have forgotten. If you don't sow, you can never reap. No prophet that can pray and decree for you that will come to pass. The principle of sowing and reaping is sacrosanct. Whether you are a non-believer, whether you are a believer, it works. After all, people that are producing what you are eating in the farm, you don't ask whether this one is a believer, whether this one is a non-believer. All they do, they go to the farm, they till the land, then they put seed and they begin to water and weed results will come. What do I do to be liberated financially? Number one, you must accept Jesus as your Lord and and Savior. If you are here this afternoon, you are here to accept him. There's nothing you can do because he has said in this world, in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26, Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 26, he said, travel is for sinner. That is laboring. Toiling is what they call travail. Toiling without resort. It's for sinner. So the first thing you do is to give your life to him. Let him take control of your life. Number two, you will break the siege, financial siege, with your tithes. If you have not been paid tithes, you are deceiving yourself. Whatever level you are financially today you have never reached anywhere you have never reached anywhere until you begin to break the siege with your tithe. you are a child of God you do everything but you don't pay tithe. you are deceiving yourself because of our time treat that another day number three you must be a sower You must sow. As I said, what do you sow? Number one, give to the poor and the needy, especially in the household of faith. Galatians chapter 6 verse 10, especially in the household of faith. You see somebody dying in hunger, and you know you have what it takes to help him. And you close your eyes, and you are praying for financial breakthrough, you are deceiving yourself. What do I sow? Number two, give to the life of the ministers of God that have blessings to you. We don't preach it, but it's in the scripture. Galatians chapter 6 verse 6, you read it when you get home. And 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 13, give to your minister, those that are you know, pronouncing the blessings of God upon you, learn how to reciprocate. That's what the Bible says. Some people say, even our pastor is richer than me. That is not the word of God. Your own is to give. God can tell you, give to the millionaire. It doesn't concern you. What you have back is your own. Your tithes, give to the poor, especially in the house of God, give to the men of God. Number four, give to the work of God little thing in the church. Be there to do it. It's your father's house. Take it up yourself. Because when God was talking through Prophet Haggai, he said, tell my people, the reason why they go, struggle, bring the money in, and they fall into bag with holes, is because they leave my house tattered, without ceiling. And they went, everyone And sit down under his own sealed houses. And they are enjoying. He said they will walk. They will not enjoy their walk. It's not a cause. It is the word of God. So, and when you are giving, you need to give most of the time sacrificially. Of us think that it's because of offering, we say give us this We have not been doing it before. Possibility is going to six years now. We have not been doing it before. It is the leading of the Holy Spirit. It's not because of the offering. But if you do what God says you should do, you will receive what is meant for you. Finally. You begin to water these things with prayer. It's having done all that I've said, then you will water it. Because the Bible says, in the book of Mark chapter 9, verse 29, Mark 9, 29, say this, all these things cannot be done except by prayer and fasting. You do all you need to do, then you pray. Prayer is the watering. You don't sow and fold your hands. You have to water. I want us to rise to our feet. Maybe you are here this afternoon because of our time. You are here to give your life to Jesus. There is no breakthrough. That you ever need than salvation. Salvation is the first breakthrough that a man ever needs in order to break through the situations of life. Is there anyone want to give your life to Jesus? Anyone here? Raise up your hands wherever you are. If there's no one, want us to bow down our head and allow the Spirit of God to talk to us. What you are going to do now, please ushers, bring a basket in the front, two or three baskets. You can sit down for a few seconds. Sit down. Because you have to meditate. Put basket there in the front, two or three. You are going to sow a sacrificial seed this afternoon we don't talk about finance, about financial prosperity, and we pray, and we go. We have just come to waste our time. Want to be financial? Is it, I mean, basket, it may not be whatever, It's small baskets, or whatever. If that's what you see, no problem. Now, I want you to As you bow down your head, tell God, what can I give to change my financial fortune? It is not money alone, but something that is sacrificial. That is when this message will be remarkable. Because I preach it, you hear it, you pray, you go, you do nothing, we have come to waste our time. Because as from next Wednesday, I have told God, I want people to come before this altar to testify that because of the sacrificial sowing I did, this is what God has done for me. Don't bother yourself. I'm not saying you should bring offering. This is not offering. Whatever you want to give to God, it may not be money, it may be anything, whether property or whatever, that will be sacrificial to you because of something you are expecting from God. You can take your Bible and your paper and write it, drop it in this bag now. I want to pray. Whatever you want to give as a sacrificial seed for financial liberation. Just allow the Spirit of God to tell you. Don't be swift in taking steps. Write it, drop it. If it is something you have on ground and that is what God says you bring, drop it in that basket. But if it is something that is bigger, write it and drop it. That is just for you to know that you have a commitment to catch up with. I'm waiting. Once you have decided your own, just come up quietly and do that. Because we want to run off now. If you need paper, the ushers, please get us paper. Get us paper. Please give me one of the flyers there. If there's no paper, Remember, it is not offering. Don't waste your time. Don't give up, real I'm talking of. I'm not telling you off, real Please, media, you can help us put the account number on the screen in case of those that want to transfer their own outrightly. Let's help us display and leave it there. It is a sacrificial giving based on this program today. I'm not saying give up for If God tells you, you should give something that is B, drop it as, that's, as God directs you. That means God has something great to do for you. Or shall please give me a paper? We are waiting. We are not under compulsion. After a few minutes now, I will stop it, then we'll pray. But I am believing God. This is by the leading of the Holy Spirit. You will come before the altar here and share your testimony. Maybe you are here. Somebody has owed you and they refuse to pay. Don't go and meet them again. Sow a sacrificial seed and be thanking God on it. They will call you to come and take what belongs to you. They will call you to come and take what belongs to you. They will call you because it's your entitlement. Nobody will owe you and go scot-free. One or two minutes more. Just a few minutes more. Then after that, just thanking God for what God is going to do. Shall we rise to our feet? Let's bring our offering. Do not use these ushers. Don't use this basket for offering. Take all those pledges aside. They are not offering. Put it in one bag. Let's get our offering now. Shall we rise to our feet? For those of us that are coming for the first time, sorry, we are taking a few minutes. As you drop your offering, come to the altar and kneel down and begin to tell God what your desire is as a first timer. Package your offering. Package your offering. You're going to tell God about that offering. A law should arise and fight for you financially. And give you a positive turnaround in your finance. Just say a word to that offering before you drop it. Just say a word to that offering. A positive turnaround in my finance. That is my desire. And God will do for you in Jesus' name. Let's come up and give our offering choir just in a moment. Lead us. God bless you.
3: Hallelujah. Everybody, those that are coming for the first time, you they should come
0: forward. You
3: are good.